Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? <laughs> Something epic. This is Paratroop Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And this is another campfire story. So this time around, we decided just to kind of spitball, wing it. No particular topic. Uh, where are we going to go with it? Don't really know. I guess we'll find out, right? Yeah. So I guess that's on me. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting. <laughs> you're starting the episode, man. So, <clears throat> it's. Can we just talk for a moment about? We're sitting outside, everybody, and Justin's dog is just. Look at him catching bugs. <laughs> he's he's a beast. He's like I'm a, I'm I'm a hunter. I'm gonna catch anything I can. He's catching bugs. Um. Energy sources. Let's talk about energy sources. We've talked about this a little bit over the years, and primarily uh, in terms of energy sources for spirits, and that's something I kind of want to cover, because we have talked about the electromagnetic field, we've talked about ourselves, we've talked about uh, electronics themselves getting giving off energy that spirits can drain. Uh, we actually did this on the two investigations that we, we just did. did. We absolutely did. And so... What's interesting to me, and I'd like your input on this, is unless you're a psychic vampire, why is it that we don't gain energy off of these electronics and stuff the way spirits do? Like when you and I, for example, or just humans in general, are using things like their iPhones uh, or their phones in general uh, or their computers and whatnot, it disrupts sleep patterns, it makes us sleepy, it makes us lazy, etc., etc. But for a spiritual entity, it empowers them, gives them the ability to manifest and to move things. Why do you think the difference exists between human form and spiritual form? Like, why can we not gain, gain energy off of your laptop that's sitting right in front of us? Why can't we absorb that? Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> Outside of the psychic vampire thing, uh, we have these meat suits that are, sorry, cigar in the mouth. Um, <laughs> That's kind of where cigars go, bro. Well, pieces of cigar in the mouth. Gotcha, gotcha. The tobacco. Um, we have these meat suits that are very limiting to us. And as, as humans... We derive our energy from food. Now, spirits don't have the digestive system of a human being, so they have to come up 
with some sustainability it is very weird to think about that when it comes to spiritual because when you think about any religion as far as it's concerned nobody talks about uh if if somebody is is stuck on the earthly earthly plane or even if we're talking about spirit the way that mediums talk about spirit um even that they have to drive energy from somewhere but when we when we say spirit com, compared to ghost and this is going off a, a whole different thing um spirit is, is already passed on into the white light whereas a ghost is stuck here so if they're not getting energy from the white light they have to get it from somewhere you're stating that a spirit and a ghost which we've talked about but a spirit and a ghost are two separate beings based on their location based on yeah based on what has happened if they're stuck here they haven't gone through the light to go to the divine and any medium will tell you the same that um a a ghost is somebody who's stuck here that didn't cross over a spirit is somebody who's crossed over and is working towards their next next life or um uh working on being a, a a spiritual guide or working towards helping others on the other side stuff like that um but ghosts are are stuck here not sure why and we've talked about attachments and and things like that um they just have not crossed over you would think at least i would think that there's some sort of a, and maybe there is some sort of class or some sort of teaching uh to help a person to both energize the body which again natural products foods and things like that but also energize the spirit you would can, can, i guess really consider humans to be the first and ever hybrid system a vehicle because if we could and we can learn it we can energize both the spirit and the body and work in unison with one or the other. The way you're stating it, though, is that the human body needs sustainability and gain energy off of physical items, whereas a spiritual doesn't. But if the spirit lives within the body, then why do we neglect giving the spirit itself energy or the soul energy? Is it because we just simply are so in tune or trained to give the body fuel and therefore we neglect the spirit? And maybe that's why a lot of people suffer from depression and then whatever else. Uh, or is it something else you think? It's funny that you bring this up because I just came across a video today on TikTok. I know I bring this up way too much. Justin and his TikTok. Um, I've actually watched way more TikTok today than I <laughs> in the past. That's because you were home alone all weeks. Day. <laughs> um he and and uh, this gentleman was talking about spiritual um fulfillment compared to bodily fulfillment and he's talking about how he's done all these different diets and um he he's done paleo, he's done 
vegan. He's which is not a diet. It's just a a way of of life. A diet is a way to regulate your weight. But he was talking about how the only way he's ever been happy is if he's listening to his body. If he's eating way too much junk food, he listens to his body and he he knows that he needs to switch back to a, a much cleaner diet. Whereas as if he's eating too clean, his body's craving the junk food and he switches back. And his spirit is sustained or satisfied by what he's doing to his body. Um, I don't believe that at all. I think that the spirit has nothing to do with what our bodies are craving or wanting. Um, what the spirit is craving is what's beyond this reality. And really, in my opinion, as far as where we're at right now, um, being stuck in a body... You really have to listen to spirit, not your body, to to sustain the spirit. Um, whether that means cleansing yourself spiritually, um, if you're in a particular religion or you believe in a particular religion, listening to that religion because the spirit kind of uh, hones into that. I, I mean, our own our own human perception does too, but the spiritual will hone into that just because that's what you believe. Um, so I think that just trying to listen to your inner self is way better than trying to listen to what the body has to say. I mean, that's, that's wise. And I think that's a, I think that's a wise thing to say. And, and, you know, being someone who is into fitness, uh, I regularly listen to what my body's telling me. Uh, you know, if there's a day where I'm just not feeling it or I know I have to go lighter or go harder or whatever, that's kind of, kind of how I, I train and how I determine what type of training I'm going to do for that day or that week. Uh, the spiritual aspect, I think it is also understandable. You know, when, when, when I was going to church regularly, I would find that I was more, uh, charged up if you will, when I went to church Sunday mm -hmm. nights. I was pretty much set to go the rest of the week, and then the following Sunday is ready to be recharged. And I think you're right. I think that that, that just depends on obviously the person's faith and religion. I mean, there's whatever way you tend to find yourself to be more uh, to build the amplitude of the spirit into to and the mind. You know, for those who who don't believe in the spirit, but believe in the mind as being of the spirit or some sense of. Sorry, there's like a spider web on my face. <laughs> what the frick did that come from? Uh, you know, I, th I, I think there are multiple ways, obviously, to, to build that kind of spiritual energy and endurance. And I don't think enough people take advantage of that. I think we're so focused on the physical aspect of, of life, uh, the way we look, the way we feel. 
uh, only to find out that, hey, guess what? The next day our depression still exists or our anxieties are still high or work is still there. It's not going anywhere. Uh, and I think taking the time to focus on the spiritual aspect, whatever that means to you or whatever that looks like, I think is important because we really need to be sound in both body and mind. Uh, and I think mind is pretty broad in this case. And as such, though, I, I, I would like to break it down further to being, um, you know, body, mind, and spirit. Because, mm. you know, I do think if you believe in ghosts, then clearly we have some sort of soul or something that's going to go on after our physical bodies die. Uh, well, there's multiple religions outside of, uh, even Christianity talks about it, but... Um, if you look at Buddhism and Hinduism, talk about mind, body, and spirit and how it all has to be balanced. Yeah, and I, th- I think as a culture, humans have a problem with balancing stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but especially do. in the United States of America. Even like, more so. Look, yeah. I will be the first to tell you, as a U.S. citizen, we are all effed up. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you living outside of the U.S., congratulations. Uh, we wish we were where you're at. Uh, but it's it's a mess, right? And it's so hard sometimes because of the work that is forced upon us. So many uh, U.S. citizens are working overtime and will like way beyond what we should be working. Well beyond the means, yep. Uh, way beyond our capabilities, even we have to push through because we feel like we, you know, we feel like we have to. Uh, I, I think obviously there's individuals such as myself who woke woke up literally one morning and said "f this, I'm yeah. done," and quit their job, and it's just been kind of doing whatever since then. But uh, we, it's kind of been ingrained in our mind. I mean, like even to this day, my my own father still tells me like, when are you when are you gonna get a real job? When when are you gonna do this? When are you gonna do that? How are you gonna do this? And it's just like, it's not the same as no, it was back when our parents were working. You know, it's not like I, I feel like growing up, we were taught that not to say it's everything, but work is a majority of our life, and that's something yeah. we need to uh, really focus on. And nowadays, uh, being twenty twenty two. There are more people than it can probably be counted that are like, nah, forget life. Like, not forget life, but forget what is expected of us. Mm. You know, forget the work aspect. Forget this and that. There are more freelancers today than there were 10 years ago uh, because people are more interested in the in, in existing, in living their lives as opposed to being robotic and being forced to go to these, uh, you know, to, to, to your typical jobs. Working day in and day out, getting all this money for what means? I mean, you know, it's like our grandfather used to tell me anyway, growing up, like, what's the point of money if you can't spend it? Oh, he used to say the same thing to me. I was okay. actually going to bring it up that, you know, although I, I learned a lot of my, my work ethic from our grandfather, he also would drive into all of us that there's way more to life than working yeah absolutely absolutely and i you know to it's crazy to think like i i don't remember the exact date but i remember roughly the age i was when he first started telling me that and it was one of those things where it's like 
I think it was after he was retired. Probably. <laughs> well, which would make more sense, too. Yeah. You know, like, don't, yeah. don't waste your life doing <laughs> what I did. Uh, but it's, you know, it's true, though. Like, if you're spending your entire life, day in and day out working, accumulating all this money, but you're not spending it or not enjoying it, then what's the point? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, you know, he, being someone who's freelance, you know, he, those of you who've been listening for a while, you know I, I I'm a freelance. I, I work freelance. I, I work for productions, uh, film productions, television productions, but I also do like Instacart and stuff like that on the side as needed. Um, I don't make as much as I was when I was working full time for big companies. I purposely took a pay cut so I can walk away and have the freedom. And despite, and this is something Justin and I were talking before we even started this episode, like despite the fact that there are months that are kind of hard, the freedom that comes with just being free from the quote unquote, the man, uh, is so relieving in so many ways. Uh, you know, it's like, it's kind of cool to wake up in the morning and say, Hey, I feel like I'm going to go away for a weekend. Like, I mean, I'm here in North Dakota for two weeks. Mm. I couldn't do that if I was working a regular job. I maybe I could have, but I know I'd be like, I, I'd be using sick time and stuff like that because there's a third, you know, I have a, a second vacation coming up in September. So, right, you know, it's one of those things that I have to balance and figure out. So maybe I come here for a week, then go there for a week. But it's nowadays, I don't know if you guys are over the age thirty, you know, these weeks and these days are going by really fast. Uh, so a week is not much. With that being said, do you feel that you're happier? I do feel like I'm happier. I mean, th- th- there's there's pros and cons. I think you know, there are times where I wish I had uh, a little more stabilization financially mm. at times. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, I'm being very open here on air. Uh, I pay all my bills on time. Like, I'm making the money that I need to live. Uh, and with that said. I am significantly happier because I make my own hours. I work when I need to work or when I want to work. I wake up when I want to wake up. I go to bed when I want to go to bed. There is no boss, no manager, no supervisor to tell me when I should do whatever I should be doing. It's all on me, which is a lot for a lot for some people. Like I know people. I've I've spent time around people who say, "Oh, they could never do it. They need somebody to manage them." And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm not one of those people. Like, the moment I find someone trying to manage me, I'm just like PTSD, you know, uh, it's just like, I hate this. Uh, but of course, again, as of the moment, there are downtimes there, there, there's financially, it's not always stable. Uh, now of course I am in the transition. Uh, I am trying to start my own business. Uh, but again, that's one of those things that I would not have been able to do. If I was working full time for some big company, you know, like I've done in the past, Not I just right. wouldn't have had the motivation or the energy to bother doing it. With that being said, if you're listening to this and you're thinking this is not paranormal, this is not the episode to be listening to Paratruth Radio. Um, but it does have a an impact on spiritual growth as far as being happy in the physical. That's true. Absolutely true. Um, Eric and I were talking before we started recording this episode, and we were talking about um, 
my own personal career and where I'm at, where I think that I need to go. And in the long run, I, I've come to a, a understanding that e even w with working where I'm working, that work is not my life. My family and my, my personal life is my life. Work is just a way to pay the bills. Um, the way I sustain my spiritual health and, and well-being is doing what I'm doing outside of my nine to five job. Um, with that being said, what you were talking about structure and having a boss, being a writer, I do not do well with not having a boss or having a publisher because in the long, in, in the greater scheme of things, when I, when I look at my writing, um, schedule is very sporadic and it might have to do with inspiration as well. But, um, and, and that can lead into the spiritual because, um, even spiritually, we can all get tired. But um, would I write more if I had a boss or a publisher? Absolutely, because I think that without having a deadline, um, I, I'm free to, to choose when and, and uh, I write. Is that the same as what you're doing right now? I'm not so sure, but it, I, I mean, that's something that kind of popped into my mind as you brought that up. Well, I mean, and there was a time where, a very short time, <laughs> where I was, you would ask me to try to keep you on track daily or weekly to be like, hey, did right. you write, you know, this week or how much did you write and stuff like that? It didn't last, uh, and that's not me. That was my fault, because I <laughs> just got lazy, <laughs> as we all do. As we all do. I, I, there's, I think there's, even for myself, there, there's. It's like there's a difference between management and motivation or motivator. Yeah, You know, it's like, it's one thing to have somebody who's quote unquote bossing you around, which most managers do. Right. There's another, when you have, uh, a friend, a colleague, a family member cheering you on, you know, your, your, your fans, if mm. you will, yeah. uh, cheering you on. And I think w most human beings tend to be most motivated when their quote unquote fans are cheering them on than it is than they are when a boss is forcing them or pushing them to do this and do that. Now that's not just like I don't personally I don't have a bad work ethic. No. There has never been anyone in my entire life who told me I'm having a work ethic. I I work extremely hard uh, regardless of what I'm doing, but there's just like for me there was a point where I, I just enough was enough. I just couldn't do the nine to five same day in day out type of thing. It just isn't for me anymore. And that's not to say it's, you know, that going my route is for everybody. 
Like I know plenty of people who are very successful and are perfectly fine with the nine to five having someone over them, uh, super in supervisional uh, hierarchy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and honestly, there are times where I'm almost jealous of it because I know that their their financial status is consistent, whereas mine is not. You know, uh, but. I, I think with with an episode like this, you, you you have to ask yourself like, is this is what I'm doing right now for work? Is it helping me or is it restricting me? You know, it, I mean, if it's helping you financially, sure, but if it's at the same time adding to your depression, to your anxiety, to your stress, is it really worth it? Like, can you find something else that's worthwhile? Uh, my mother. For example, she jumped around for job from job to job for years. She made ends meet, but she wasn't happy staying at one place for too long. And there's nothing wrong with that these days, right? You know, it, back when our parents were growing up. I mean, you know, I'm 36. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that I already forget my cousin's age. 41. <laughs> 41. God, you're old. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's you okay. Know. I called you 37 today. You did. So. Oh, did you? Did, yeah. did I, to, to somebody me? else. Oh, to somebody else. Okay. Who the hell are you talking to the, about me? I, I don't remember. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, you know, we, you and I growing up, though, like our parents are all about the work. Work, 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 work. I mean, my dad was rarely ever oh, home yeah. because of work. Uh, and we grew up with our parents telling us, like distilling in us, oh, work is everything. Well, my, my dad, if he wasn't working, he was tired and... He was on the couch watching TV or falling asleep. Not to say that he was he was lazy or he was a horrible father. That's just he worked in the morning and he would come home and he was exhausted. Yeah. And, you know, back then, I don't think I fully understood it. Oh, no. Yeah. Now? <laughs> I mean, yeah. There are plenty of times where I just don't. I mean, I have, as of the recording of this episode, I have not worked out in two weeks. For anyone who's been listening for a long time with us, that's bad for me. (laughs) That's really, really bad. But I have not had the motivation being in North Dakota because it's just, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Like it's, I I rarely work out on vacations. And I guess in part, this is a vacation. It's a working vacation. It's a working vacation. But there's part of me where it's like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym because there's other things I should be doing. You know, Mm. whether it's helping, for example, Justin, your wife doing stuff at her shop or uh, if I'm trying to do Instacart, which for the record, people in Bismarck, if you're doing Instacart, congratulations, because it sucks up here. <laughs> it's horrible. I don't know how you're making money, uh, but it's not a thing for me. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I wake up and say, I should go to the gym. But I don't, because I also i am like, okay, that's an hour of my time. What else could I be doing during that? I could go to do Instacart. I could be editing videos that I've been, you know, producing these this past week i could be hanging out with you or you know whatever uh and so it's been difficult but you know despite the little setbacks i I know damn well when i go back to ohio when i'm back in there back in ohio on monday i will be back at the gym as well and everything's gonna be reset uh and sometimes we just need to take those little moments to to just kind of forget about the natural order of our lives and just be free uh, to do whatever the heck you want. 
Right. Well, and as of this recording and the recordings that we did for the past two or three, um, I'm on vacation and I can't say enough how relieving it is to not have to deal with the nine to five spiritually on top of physically. Um, and it's very hard to separate the two. Um, I'm not trying to turn this whole episode into you need to listen to what your spirit has to say because everybody <laughs> everybody has their own understanding. Um, but it is interesting to see the differential between how you feel when you're having to go to work and when you have free time to do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when you woke up this morning, you had your, what'd you call it? Coffee mm. with rum chata. And I said, did you just put rum chata in there? And your <laughs> response was, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yes, you are. You enjoy that rum chata, Justin. Uh, <laughs> you enjoy that. Boy, you got up a little later today, so at nine a.m., nine thirty. Right, it was alcohol it was nice. beverage, uh, which I had one the day prior. Uh, and, and yeah, you're right. You know, it's you always need to take time to yourself. <clears throat> and I don't, you know, obviously this. You guys know this is Parachute Radio. This isn't something we talk about regularly. This isn't a normal thing for us to do. But right. I just want to state it now. If this is something you guys are enjoying, just kind of hearing this, if it's motivating or whatever, let us know. So we know to like every few months or something to do an episode like this where it's just a heart to heart, nothing paranormal, just real life. Not that paranormal isn't real life, but you know, it's just, real life now. It's, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, the, the, okay. So let's get back to the paranormal stuff because Here's the thing is if you're an investigator, if you're a researcher, if you're, you know, whatever in the paranormal community, you're only going to be able to do so much so long as you're taking care of yourself. Right. If you can't take care, take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to help any individuals or families who are dealing with paranormal incidents uh, in which they feel victimized. Right. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think. This relates to all things, the whole spectrum of life. You need to take care of yourself before taking care of somebody else. It's just that simple. Uh, if you neglect, if you neglect yourself, uh, you're going to find two things that happen. One is you're going to end up in just a crap hole uh, of depression or frustration, stress, whatever. But you're also not going to be able to. Uh, to really give your all to people who need your help, mm. you know? So you, you need to take that break, take that moment. If you can't get off of work, like Justin's on vacation right now, I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm practically on vacation all the time. Uh, but, you know, if you can't do that, you need to take a, an hour or five minutes even after work to kind of reset, do a meditation, do a chakra clearing, 
do uh, you know a white sage cleansing, whatever it is to help get your mind right, uh, so that you can sleep peacefully, awake, re-energized, and ready to go. And here's the thing: like I know not everybody can do this. And believe me, I know that because working in production, it's not really a thing where, you know, you work nine to five, you come home and you just cut out work, end it, forget it. It's right. gone. It doesn't exist for everybody. I know Justin often thinks about work outside of work. I work in production. It's like I do my, you know, I, I do the development outside of work. I do principal photography at work and then I'm editing and that's all work and it takes hours and hours and hours. So I'm always thinking... I'm. <laughs> Justin was uh mm, what would you say getting annoyed that I kept replaying my video over and over for the <laughs> salon that I'm editing not not annoyed but, but listening to the music then I start humming it I'm like damn it Eric <laughs> not annoyed that you're doing it annoyed that it's sticking in my head, but it's one. Of, but but at the same time, I, I know, like maybe not subconsciously, or like you're you're consciously even thinking about it. But I I'm replaying the same. Not, it's not even the full video. It's just a portion of it that I'm editing at the moment, and I keep replaying it over and over and over. And it's not even like a pause in between. It's like play all the way through, <laughs> done. Replay, done. Replay. We were at done. dinner, and we were at dinner, and I was looking at it, and that's just how I am because it's like okay. I should be relaxing, enjoying dinner, hanging out with my cousin. Instead, I'm working. I mean, maybe I'm not physically doing anything or editing anything, but I'm like watching this video and processing it and trying to think, okay, how can I fix this? How can I tweak that? Uh, and it's an, it, it is, it's an obsession of mine. I love editing. There's something about it that's kind of peaceful to me. And I feel like development and principal photography, they're two different things. You know, it's, Development is getting the idea of the production. Principal photography is actually developing the, mm. the, the photography of it, right? Getting all the images and shots that you need. The editing is where the art is really, uh, really comes together. It's where the story is made. And so when, in this case, I'm working with a client, I want to make sure her story is being told. And so I'm going to rewatch this thing over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't annoy me. It's not something that hinders me. It's not something that bothers me. So I don't think that it's something I absolutely enjoy. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to relax. But <laughs> if I just watch it one more time, two more times, three, four, five, six more times, maybe I'll get a better idea of where I want to go with it. And it helps me. Like I know what I want to do next. Uh, with this video but the point is you know it's nine o'clock at night and i'm still working in some sense and i think that's what a lot of americans tend to do too even if they're not physically working they're thinking about work what, what has to happen tomorrow right with that being said i think europe has it right in having a siesta time um when i was in sicily uh, restaurants were shut down from like three to seven or I think it was even eight their time. And, uh, between that time, the, the people that were working at eight were still happy. Like compared to the shifts that we have here where it's boom, 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 boom. 
we have we have this split where businesses shut down for three to four, sometimes five hours, and open back up, and then they're open a little bit later. But the employees were happy. Like it was weird to me. I'm sorry, Justin. I don't. Can you define happiness for me? <laughs> <laughs> Not treating their recipients like garbage because they came in at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know over the years, Amer- there have been plenty of Americans trying to uh, change the law on work uh, hours doing something similar to the European law. But honestly, I just don't, I don't see it working in America because, you know, in my mind, the culture is way too different. It's way too different. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. So if we're working on an eight hour day, well, they don't even do a full eight hour day in Europe, if I'm not mistaken. They only do like seven, I think, on average. They, no, they open up a little bit earlier in the morning and when it gets to like, when it gets to the hotter, hotter, hotter hours, um, around noon, one, two, they shut down. And when it gets to the cooler hours, around four or five o'clock, they open back up See, and they continue. It, on. It's one of those things where, though, in the U.S., it's like, okay, cool. So we work. Let's just say we do an eight-hour day. We do split it in half, four hours and four hours, right? So we work what nine to one, for example take a few hours off and then work again from what five to nine depending on obviously what the job is right it's it's difficult because a lot of tv shows that come on <laughs> in the u.s they come on after eight o'clock and we're all you know i know me i'll be like oh, i'm at work i could be watching the flash at eight <laughs> o'clock I don't want to watch it at nine or with, ten or whatever. But with that being said, though, with the benefit of um, streaming uh, companies, that has changed the culture a little bit. That's true. That's true. I would. I'd honestly like to see a day where, not that I'll be participating in it, but for individuals who do work nine to five to see, you know, a few hours worked. Mm. A long break, and then a couple more, or a few more after that. But right, I also don't see it happening any time in our lifetime. <laughs> My, maybe by the end of our lifetime, the culture will have changed absolutely. Yeah, um, it's possible. But uh, with that being said, culture was standing. We are at that point. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And you'll hear a quick commercial. Um, make sure you're staying tuned in to KillerPodcast.com. I'll mention this again towards the end. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Paratruth Radio. Hey, hey there. there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. 
We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon. Welcome back, everybody, to Parachute Radio. As always, my name is Eric. I'm Justin. And this is not a paranormal podcast tonight. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think it is something important. You know, Justin and I are at our, well, what's left of our campfire? Yep. Uh, it's more like the burning embers of hell. And we're enjoying a drink, a cigar, and recording a podcast. And we decided to wing it today. And for some reason, it turned into how to... I wouldn't even say how to <laughs> better the importance your, of. yourself. It's the importance of life in general. The importance of taking time to yourself, uh, enjoying life, realizing that, hey, guess what? Life doesn't revolve around the paranormal. It doesn't revolve around work. Uh, you know, It really revolves around you and your family, your friends. Take the time to relax, to recharge, to enjoy the life that is, I can't tell you, Justin, like how many times uh, over the last five years that I thought, I feel like I missed out mm. on stuff. Like yeah. I'm only 36. That's not that old. Justin's 40, that's not 41. That's not that old by any means. But I, and I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm jealous of Justin because he's gone to sleep <laughs> twice. And I'm like, oh, you've experienced so much more than me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one of those things where, even even with that, like I think you and I are in the same boat, which we feel like we haven't experienced as much oh, as we should yeah, have. Right. Uh, and I feel like the majority, the grand majority of Americans and probably just citizens around the world have not enjoyed life to its fullest because we are stuck on work. Or we're stuck on whatever uh, society says we should be stuck on or anxieties are telling us we should be stuck on right. or whatever. Uh, and, and it's very difficult. You know, I, I find it, uh, relieving, I think is the best word, to see that there are more and more mental health uh, commercials showing up mm. on TV and on radio stating, hey, go talk to a mental health provider. Talk to a psychiatrist or, you know, whatever, psychologist. Uh, take a moment to, to talk to people because that is highly important. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do that. I used to, I used to, but that got in the way for me personally. And I just got tired of it, but don't think like that. I don't participate in that kind of stuff. Like Justin and I talk all the time and most of the time is just kind of bullcrapping a lot of things, but there've been plenty it's of your times. own counseling. Yeah. We, we, we get into some pretty deep stuff at times. Uh, and it's, I, I think what's important is you don't have to spend money to go talk to somebody. Right. Just find somebody who's, who's a good friend 
you know, you know, Justin, he's family, but he's also my best friend, you know, and it's something that is, uh, it's, it's, it can't be counted like money wise. Like there's, there's, there's no price to it that you can put to it. Well, Um, today compared to when I was a kid, you have, and we've participated in a, um, commercial campaign for killer podcasts where we did and an app is it's free and it's something that you can freely go to to get counseling whereas when i was a kid um i was have a hard having a hard time dealing with my parents divorce i was having a hard telling dealing with death in general because i had pets that died i had family members that died and i'm like what the hell is the point of life if it's nothing but this constant pain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and with that being said there is a lot more help out there today but back then um the only the only relief that i could come close to is just being done with life and and just ending it uh, luckily I had brought it up to my, my mom and she had suggested I get counseling, um, and psychiatric help. Did that psychiatric help actually help? <laughs> Can't really say for sure, but it got to me to the point where I was at least talking about my problems and not saying I need to end it all. Um, And from a spiritual standpoint, as this episode has been pretty much all about, um, this, this life that we're living right now is just a learning experience. We, we need to go through all of this, even if for some reason somebody commits suicide, they need to go through that, through that. I'm not suggesting that by any sense of the term, but there is help where we can continue on without resorting to that um uh and it's it's not something that is easily said for anybody and there is so much help now compared to when i was younger 30 years ago yeah and you know one thing i do want to add is because i think this is kind of common especially among americans uh, one person's stress or anxiety or depression is not less than anybody else's. No. Uh, I, 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 I am one of those people who often compare to my, myself to other people. And I think that's just the human culture. Yeah. But there's been plenty of times where I'm like, Oh, I thought I was depressed or upset or whatever. And there's this person who's really struggling. And it, it, Maybe that's the fact. Maybe that's true. Maybe there's somebody struggling in different ways than I am, but that doesn't make my own stress or anxieties or depression any less than somebody else's because we are all on different paths. Uh, so I, you know, it's one of those things where don't, don't discredit your, your own mind or your feelings. If you have any sense of depression, anything that feels like it's lagging or you just, you know, you're lost or, not sure what direction to go or whatever it is like it's 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 important and beneficial to you to take control 
and to seek the help that is needed because we're all, again, we're all on different paths. We need to be fit mentally, physically, spiritually in order to continue to progress through life and help other people. So don't take it with a grain of salt uh, because I'll tell you the fact is if you continue taking it as if, you know, your situation is less than somebody else's and you put it off, well, eventually your situation is going to become as bad or worse than that other person. Grab it by the horns from the very beginning and just take care of yourself. It's that simple. I think this is the second episode in the past years of Paratruth Radio that we're talking about psychological help on top of everything else. Um, with that being said, we will be posting in the show notes about um, seeking help for suicide or any other mental health problems um, in the show notes below. So please make sure you're getting help. Um, that is, uh, <laughs> sorry, that is suicide prevention. <laughs> I'm not sorry. seeking help for suicide, <laughs> folks. Don't do that, please. Right. Don't do that. Help with dealing with suicidal thoughts. Let's put it that way. Um, so uh, all that will be in the, the show notes of this episode. Um, what and, and to clarify what I'm saying when I'm talking about, um, it's all on our own journey when we decide to use suicide as the end. That is not to say that there's more to learn. Um, I've been down that path. Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, I think a lot of people have. Um, but there, there is way more to learn than just taking suicide as the way to move on. Um, we, we all need to grow and learn as humans and that is the only way we're going to learn through spiritual growth that there is way more to it than just this earthly plane. With that being said, is there anything else that you need to add before we end the episode today? I think it's probably best to just leave it at that. All right. All right, folks. That is all we've got for this episode. I know it was a less of a of a paranormal episode, more of a spiritual talking through things type thing. But until next week, folks, where you'll find us same time, same channel. My name is Justin and I'm Eric. Peace. This is Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, Book Nerds. Nerds. 
two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy happy reading. reading!